Hey there, this is Chris Perry. I'm the commissioner for the Western Collegiate Hockey League. And on the other end of the line, we have WCHL superfan Linda Donnelly. Linda, are you there? Come in, Linda. I am here. Woohoo. Hey, you know, we're, we're doing this on a Tuesday night after the SpaceX launch. And I, when I just said the are you here, I thought of the space oddity business. So, so that did was I. Kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, no. Well, she is kind of oddity, so she's All a right. hockey oddity. There you go. All right. There we go. Hey, um, I'm kind of fighting the, uh, my, my, I've got the old raspy voice going today. I'm fighting the good fight in terms of, uh, um, uh, who knows, whatever bug is going around. Uh, so we're going to have to get to it quick. Let's hear some crunchy guitars and talk hockey before my voice gives out. Okay. Sounds good. Linda. Boy, uh, seven of the eight WCHL teams were in action, and it was exciting times. Uh, Arizona was the only team. They had the weekend off, uh, so good for the Wildcats. Those were smart kids. They took a weekend off and then gallivanted around Tucson and did whatever they did. Um, but let, so let, let's start with the non-WCHL action. Arizona State went up to Las Vegas to play two games in Las Vegas, and they lost both games. Uh, eight to two on Friday night and six to four on Saturday night. Did you have a chance to watch any of those games? Absolutely not. I did not. I got a chance to see the last period in both games, and it was kind of uh, kind of wild. They play at the City National Arena, which is like the uh, practice arena for the Golden Knights. And mm-hmm. damn if they didn't have that place packed. It was wild. Well, very nice. Yeah, yeah, good for them. Uh, it makes me think there's either. Uh, They've either got a good thing going on, uh, they're offering free admission, or uh, a lot of ASU alums were in town in Las Vegas and wanted to see the Sun Devils. So either way, it worked out well. They had good crowds. It looked like both nights. So, And the uh, uh, Saturday game uh, was close. Five, it was 6-4. Heck, when I turned it on, ASU was winning 4-3, to three, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, uh, Vegas gets two goals to turn a 4-3 down into a 5-4 up, and then they got an empty netter, 6-4. Uh, so ASU deserved a better fate, I thought, on Saturday night, but uh, yeah. hey, good good, good for them. Good for them. All right, so hey, that, that, that was it. That's all I care to say about that. Isn't <laughs> it? In the That's all I care to say about that. Well. Let's move on. We Yeah, yeah. We have some WCHL action. Um, before we get to the games that you and I saw live and in person, Let's talk about the games that we did not, or the games that we did not attend live and in person, and that was Arkansas at their travel partner, Missouri State, up in Springdale, America, uh, Springfield, America. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> you know, I I, I always call it's it, an honest you know, mistake. Like, no, I, that's how that's how I say things. You know, it's like I, I call Norman Nompton Springfield. I called Springdale or Springville or something. I just do it because I'm goofy. But I shouldn't in this case because there actually is a Springdale, and that's where Arkansas plays. Right. You know? It's See like Flagstaff, here. Arizona. Is flag, I call it Flagpole or Flagtown, you know, Flagville. But uh, <laughs> here I screwed it up. So, oh, well. Okay, so Arkansas from Springdale was at Missouri State from Springfield, and they played the game <laughs> in Springfield. And Missouri State thumped them twice, 6-2, to 6 to nothing. 
Did you get a chance to see any of those games? Oh, just very little on a little iPhone screen. That's really all I got to really see. Yeah, it was kind of on uh, both nights, you know. Yep. Just quick yep, check-ins. They, yep, it was it was kind of ugly. I knew Arkansas was uh, uh, hurting. Uh, they had the uh, they were they had the flu running through their team. Uh, so good on them that they showed up with uh, a bunch of folks and played. But yeah, they took it on the chin pretty good. Six two, six nothing. No bueno. No. No bueno. I, actually, I'm surprised that the uh, you know I mean give Arkansas credit. I'm surprised that uh, that the scores weren't worse than they were. So uh, mm-hmm. a four goal difference on Friday night is uh, was really surprising and um, you know so so good good for good for Arkansas for showing up and, and taking it and playing hard. It looks like it was uh, from the what little I saw on that same little iPhone screen. It was a couple of good hard games. Yeah, I mean, I, from I saw a little some uh, bleh, some good saves done. So it's not like Arkansas wasn't uh, they weren't put. It's not like they weren't putting forth a good effort. But you know, yeah, it's just just one of those things that gets away from them. And you know, the Bears got the they got their scorers out there. So if they managed to find a way to, to get it done, very good, very good. All right, so there's three of the uh, of the seven. Uh, WCHL teams in action that uh, we've talked about. Boy, we blew through that in a quick five minutes. Let's talk about the teams we did <laughs> see, the games that we did see, because um, there were six games. The Colorados were down here at the Oklahomas for another weekend of action. Um, on Thursday night, we had Colorado at Central Oklahoma, a huge number six, seven showdown. And then we had uh, Colorado State at Oklahoma on thursday night tell me which of those two games did you attend i attended the oklahoma and colorado state game why why didn't you go see like number six versus number seven well because i kind of had to be at oklahoma so oh oh okay all right well obligations tell me about what you saw from the csu at oklahoma game that was a four to one oklahoma win Mhm. Yeah, it was and I mean I wasn't really expecting that kind of score uh out of out of Oklahoma. I'm glad they're finally finding how to get some goals, you know. We've talked about it before where they can generally not get much past two. So, but you know, they popped in two right away in the first period on on poor Dex Diedrich there and but uh you know, it ended up being I thought it was a good game. I thought Colorado State did a did a good job staying in it and sticking with it. You know, there was no no goal scored within the second period. You know, the goaltending, you know, was pretty on point, I think, for Oklahoma and for Colorado State on that one. Uh, the third period was, I would say, it was mostly a Colorado State game. They had multiple chances, but they just couldn't get past Ann Black. You know, they finally got one, what was it, a minute left in regulation, which... I have to blame that on the OUTV radio broadcasters because they were talking about the shutout and boom, you know, they, uh, I think it was Davies that scored that for Colorado State. So huh. it was a good little game. It's, uh, it, you know. How, how did, how did, if you were at the game, how did you know the broadcasters were talking shutout? Because I have people that texted me immediately after the game and let me know about that. Ah. Well, so that's funny. That's too funny. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I was at neither game. I had uh, just come back from a long day of travel, so I was uh, I was beat to hell. Uh, so I had the pleasure of watching 
the UCO uh, Colorado game of online and listening to those to those broadcasters from the OU Colorado State game. And yep, as soon as they oh, yeah. as soon as they started chirping away about a, a shutout, I thought, yep, here it goes. And sure enough, so yeah. thanks, guys. I'm sure uh, Dan Black appreciates that too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But, you know, I mean, heck, oh, you had a short bench that night. So, I mean, for what they were able to put out there and, and get get done, you know, it was, it was good. It was good for Oklahoma. Oh, you had a very short bench that night. It, they only had like 15 skaters. So uh, kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. So, yep. I'm sure that was a coach's decision and who knows why it was made. But um, it, anyways, very we'll interesting. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, so I guess you know why it was made, and you just we we shouldn't say. Yes. It. All right. All right. Well, probably college kids being college kids. So yeah. Well, like I like I said, so that's the OU game. They beat uh, Colorado State four to one, and then uh, UCO played um, uh, cent- uh, played Colorado up in Edmond at Central Oklahoma's rink. That turned out to be a uh, just a slugfest of a game, a three to two. UCO victory over the Buffs. That was number six versus number seven. And for all practical purposes, that was for the um, for the it was for the, the the lead, if you will, in the WCHL standings because they were mm-hmm. UCO led CU by one point. So if CU had won, they would have overtaken UCO. If uh, UCO wins, then they you know create a four point spread. And uh, that was a good back and forth game. And uh, uh, Josh Wyatt ends up scoring. He just comes down on the on the right side and just lets one rip from the uh, from the top of the right circle. And damned if it didn't get past um, uh, Colin Champagne. And uh, you know it was there were two. Each team got uh, two pretty greasy goals uh, to keep it two to two going into the third. But with about eight minutes left in the game, here comes Wyatt and he just lets one rip and just kind of went far side and got and found the net. And that was all she wrote. Yeah, so, uh, he is lethal. Well, kid's got speed and he's got a shot. So uh, those are lethal combinations. So UCO comes away with a three to two win over the Buffs, and I think if my memory serves right, that um, sweet that's the the season series they took the, all three games against the Buffs. So uh, they they created themselves a, a big buffer um, with uh, in terms of the WCHL point standings. With uh, with the three to two win, so there's there's some good news, I guess for UCO. If you're a UCO fan, if you're a Colorado fan, it was bad news, but such is life. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's for, uh, Thursday night, Friday night. All the uh, we do what we do in the WCHL. Everybody switches up in uh, trades partners. Colorado went down to Oklahoma and they played a three thirty afternoon game at the Blazers Ice Center, and that was a Colorado win, a five to four win for Colorado. I know you were at that game. Uh, tell me all about it. <laughs> oh, it was. It was here, probably here. here. I, you know uh, what? Let, let me let me let me start. Whoever whoever's bright idea it was to have three thirty afternoon games oh. should should just get kicked in the tail. Okay, I mean because that's yeah. It's 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 one thing I get it when like Arizona they have to have two o'clock games because they have a, another team coming in later that night, right? Playing at seven o'clock, the AHL team. And that, that whole situation sucks too. I mean, I'm not trying to put a gloss saying that's any better, but there was no good reason 
in my mind, to change up the game time, uh, both last week for the Arizona game or Arizona State game and um, uh, this this week for the Colorado games from changing from a 7.30 start to a 3.30 start just for no good reason. Um, but that so there i'm off my soapbox i've said that, my, said my piece no I, I i'm not disagreeing it it hurts it hurts tremendously for the team and for the fans you know probably more for the team than anything it's, yep. it's a lot of lost revenue yep. you know lost revenue i i just can't imagine the kids you know the kids it's friday the kids probably have school and here they yeah, got to be they at the rink cancel at their classes and yeah. yeah i mean there's no and then you you get yeah god Okay, no, I was just going to say it's no thought, you know. So, anyways, all right. So, tell tell you were at the game. I got there a little bit late because, unlike uh, some folks, I work. So, um, tell me, <laughs> well, that's not a slam at you. I'm just saying it's a slam at whoever made the decision to to make it a well, pretty start. Yeah, most people aren't going to make that because they have to work. I was yeah. lucky and was able to just make get arrangements made, but you know, not everybody can uh, get that done. Yeah, but uh, you know, I. Um, no knock to OU, but I I figured Colorado would probably come out and just paste them, you know, being upset with the UCO loss and all that. And then and they didn't. I, OU held on really well. I mean, it was it was a two two tie game after one. You know, they played the they played really well. Both teams, both sides. You know, um, it's just eventually, you know, OU just kind of slowed down a little bit, and Colorado was able to really take advantage of that and. You know, they were able to get within one. I think it was Giamatta got got a nice goal in there and got him within one. But, you know, the couple bad penalties by OU late in the game, just, you know, it, it hurt them. Just more from, I think, a moral standpoint, I think it hurt them on the on their mindset. But uh, Colorado's a good team, and that's, you know, it's kind of what they do. They're able to make usually get that win in. Yep, yep. Colorado's a very good team. Colorado's a very good team, and that was uh... – that was an impressive victory after coming off a disappointing loss the night before. They, mm-hmm. they came out and really, you know, five. the score was 5-4, but it was not really that close. Oklahoma got some goals late to make it close, but it was, it was mm-hmm. there was a lot of rubber coming at the Oklahoma goalie from Colorado. They were firing. The ice was tilted. So, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, it was pretty intense. I thought it was a very, I thought it was an intense game. It was. It was. And it was a good game. It was a very good game. Yeah. The uh, and then the nightcap. Uh, everybody hopped in the car and oh, look at you! You're catching my. It, it, it's contagious oh. through the microphone now, isn't it? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> I've 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 been jacking with this for about a week now. Thankfully, it's just stayed in one spot and hasn't gotten much worse. Wow. Well, boy, I'm sorry. I thought I was the one that was going to be coughing and wheezing, but uh, oh, uh, it'll be me. Colorado State drove up to uh, Edmond and they played uh, UCO on Friday night. That was a six to one uh, UCO victory over the Rams. I know that you were there because I was there. Um, what? Tell, tell me, give me your takeaway from the six to one blowout of the Rams. <laughs> no, I don't think it didn't start out as a blowout. I mean, it's a that's a pretty ugly score, but you know, Colorado State did, you know, kept them in on a. Kept it, wow, I totally screwed that up, blaming the cough medicine again. Anyway, it was scoreless after one. So Colorado State did do a good job on their, on their defense and, you know, kept UCO off the puck. And, you know, that's when I was, 
know if it was that game or the Saturday night game, I was asking you about uh, old number 10, Mr. North, on uh, Colorado State. He made some great plays, knocking UCO off the puck, and, you know, and, and it was impressive, so... At least I thought so. Maybe just because they were, OECO was on that side of the ice quite a bit. Uh, so you were able to notice those kinds of things. But, you know, UCO being UCO, they, they were able to run away with it. So You know, just like the, the 5-4 Colorado score over OU wasn't uh, indicative of the game. It, it was really a, 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 a not as close a game as that score would indicate. The 6-1 to score, the UCO over Colorado State, was a lot closer than the score would indicate because it was, as you said, zero zero after one, two to one after two, and then the uh, the wheels just came off um, in the third period for Colorado State and uh, mm-hmm. you know UCO just you know they they're a they're a sixty minute team they can put they can put sixty minutes together and uh, you know CSU was still trying to figure it out and uh, they were in it. Dex Diedrich kept a minute. He was insane there in the net for. Uh, for for geez 40 40 heck he was for, for most of the game i don't know that you can fault him for a whole lot of those goals um, no not he, at all yeah he, he did almost everything he could to keep him out you know it's just he's at some point in time after a barrage of uh of of, of shots he's gonna you know let one you know trickle in and uh you know there was uh it was it was it was uh it was it was disheartening <laughs> It was disheartening. I mean, good for UCL, yeah. obviously, but uh, you, you, you thought CSU deserved a better fate, you know, after mm-hmm. playing so well for 40 minutes. And like I said, Diedrich played well. It just seemed at, at, at times as if it was Diedrich against the rest of the guys. Yeah. So. Well, and then yeah. the next night um, we had a uh, – we, we turned kind of things around. Uh, Oklahoma plays Colorado again. And, boy, surprise, surprise, Oklahoma beats – Colorado four to three, mm-hmm. yeah, and then UCO uh, beats um, um, uh, Colorado State by a score of five to nothing. So tell me, you were—I I know you were at both games again. Tell me about the four to three Oklahoma win over Colorado. That was the most surprising score of the weekend. I thought it—it it was. I mean, OU jumped out and you know went up, up on three goals on Colorado in that first period, and it was like, whoa, what just happened? It was a little shocking to me. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know how to explain that one either. Uh, it was weird. Go ahead. I, I didn't know if it, it was uh, weird. Yeah, I didn't know if, uh, if if it was a matter of CU putting all their eggs into the Thursday night basket against uh, UCO, and or if it was OU, you know, figuring out that boy, if we're going to have a shot at making nationals, we actually have to score goals, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Where they jumped all over Jake Cerullo and scored three goals in the first yeah. period, and then uh, you know slowly but surely Colorado got back into the game. Um, but you know they scored a goal, and you think here it comes. Now they made it three to one, and damn if OU doesn't come back and score to make it four to one. And you're like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, there's a little bit of life there. And they just held on for they held on for dear life there at the end uh, to secure the win. But holy smokes, I don't think anybody was gonna see that. Oklahoma was going to beat Colorado that that on Saturday. I know I didn't. No, no, I didn't. And you know, I hate to throw that out there, but you know, I I didn't. But OU's finally found a way to put some goals in, and they made their point at least that first period on Colorado. That's for sure. Yep. 
And then, of course, and you know, there was, there was a low shot. It was a low shot game. They only had what sixteen shots on goal, and you, and you had that many go in. That's I don't think that's so much against uh, Cerule- Is it Cerulio? Yep, Jake Cerulio. Make sure I say it right. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if it was so much. I mean, on him, he's a good little goaltender, but so OU's finally getting it figured out. It just might be a little bit too late in the season now. I don't know. Well, it was OU's victory was a gift to UCO because. Um, uh, with UCO winning later on that night, five to nothing over uh, uh, Colorado State, that secured the uh, WCHL championship for the seventeen eighteen season once again for UCO for the third year in a row. So it was uh, kind of unexpected. You know, we figured, I figured as the commissioner, I figured, well, UCO, you know, gets uh, four, a four point lead after Thursday night, and we'll just have to see how it goes. You know, these next two weekends. With uh, you know, the, it's going to come down to the OU UCO weekend and the CU CSU weekend, and uh, right. you know, it, it, no such luck, no such luck. It was decided. <clears throat> it was decided on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> We're a great pair tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, before I went into my coughing fit, we uh, <laughs> we were talking about how UCO won the won the WHL <laughs> championship because of that uh, because of the Oklahoma uh, win over Colorado. <clears throat> so the standings are as they stand right now. UCO has secured the WCHL championship. They're number one. They have fifty three points. Colorado is in second place with forty six points, and they'll stay there. Arizona will stay in third place. They have 38 points. Missouri State has 20, uh, excuse me, they have 36 points, 36, and they'll stay there. They'll finish fourth. Oklahoma has 29 points. Um, Arizona State has is in sixth place with 25 points. Colorado State has 15 points, and Arkansas finishes with 10 points. So only Central Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Colorado, and Colorado State have WCHL games left. They'll both play those this weekend uh, against uh, the UCOU games will go on and CU-CSU games will go on. <clears throat> but that's how it's going to finish. UCO number one, Colorado two, Arizona three, Missouri State four, Oklahoma five, ASU six, Colorado State seven, and Arkansas eight. Any commentary from the WCHL superfan regarding the WCHL rankings? Well, I mean, you know, at the beginning of the season, I did pick Colorado State to win this. And Mm-mm. so it's, yeah, let's just say I think I busted on that one. <laughs> well, let's take a look at the preseason coaches poll. They had Central Oklahoma number one, Colorado number two, Arizona State three, Oklahoma four, Arizona five, Colorado State six, Missouri State seven, and Arkansas eighth. So I think it's fair to say they had one, two, and eight figured out right, but uh, everything in the middle, they screwed it up. Yeah, they got a good shakeup going on this year. Missouri State finished uh, fourth, uh, not seventh. Arizona finished third, not not fifth. Oklahoma finished fifth, not fourth. And CSU finished seventh, not sixth. So, yeah, they didn't give Missouri State enough credit. So, uh, no, they didn't. Yeah. 
Missouri State's had one hell of a year. I have to say that. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Well, let's hope they can they can and, keep it up and squeak into nationals. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we've also got um, rankings that came out last week. Um, I don't know the well. I know them off the top of my head because uh, I know where everybody. <laughs> I know where everybody lands. Let's see here. Uh, UCO. You do, huh? Well, yeah, of course I do. UCO was, <laughs> um, they moved there. I think they were um, um, seventh. <coughs> Excuse me. There we go. It's the old cough. That's where we're, this is going to be an exciting podcast. <laughs> yep. UCO was sixth. It's Colorado was you, fifth. Um, Arizona, 15. Oklahoma, 20. Missouri State, 18. And Arizona State, 24. Missouri State still has to play. Aren't they playing Iowa State this weekend? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I believe that's right. Okay. All right. So my throat is not behaving. It's uh, it's giving out on me. It's causing me all sorts of fits. And so we we struggled there with the rankings before I had another coughing fit. So, Linda, I'm going to pass it off to you. Let's get into the whatever else Linda wants to talk about. And you take it away. I'm going to take a swig of something to drink. All right. You take a big swig of something to drink. I just want to throw out there that it's, you know, one of the things I love about the WCHL, it's, yes, the teams, and yes, it's having the set games that, you know, you're going to have every year. You know, part of me is like, well, you can't get some so many other teams in from around the, you know, from the U.S. in as much because you have to schedule in these conference games. But the good thing about that is, is, as a fan, you also get to know a lot of the players and the coaches and, and everybody's style as they come here. So when they when they do come into town where I can see them, it's it's always a fun experience for me. And you know, coming from that, it's, you know, when Colorado State was here, it was good seeing all them again. And I just want to tell them, you know, it was good seeing you guys. And it was nice to, uh, I finally got to meet uh, Dax Diedrich's parents, Dale and Tiffany. And they, you know, talked about how they actually listened to this podcast. And I apologized that that they felt they had to do that and they <laughs> had to bear with us. <laughs> but uh, it, it's nice to know that they do. And uh, it was nice to meet them. and. You know, uh, yeah, it was a good thing. It, it's always nice to have them guys around here. The Colorado State's a good team. You know, they have a good group. They have good coaches. Jeff Degree is fantastic also. So, you know, I know they didn't uh, leave Oklahoma happy with any wins, but, you know, I'm still glad they came, and I'm still glad uh, that they still had a positive attitude off the ice. And, you know, we're good to everybody. And, they, you know, they always have their fans that, come and travel to see him too so you know i just wanted to kind of throw that out there and give him some props and uh sorry i uh probably jinxed him by picking him at the beginning of the season but <laughs> you know what they did this year <laughs> you know they they've got a good foundation i think to go on so next year's going to be interesting and on that note i think oklahoma too i think they uh i think after this weekend they've got a little bit more confidence and uh, i'd like to see how that's going to end up playing out i know their national chances uh, nationals chances are pretty much done for, but you know, it's something to look forward to for next season. 
Interesting. So, so are you switching allegiances? Is that what I'm hearing? No, no. It's just adding another on there. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, I can re I can respect other teams. It's fine. It's okay. <clears throat> very, very good. Well, I'm, I apologize to uh, Dax's parents for having to listen to this uh, podcast. It's good to know. <laughs> we're, we're, you know, throughout the season, we're we're quickly figuring out who our eight listeners are or our nine listeners. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's not always an interesting game. experience, you know, when somebody comes up to me at a game and it's like, "Are you?" It's like, yeah, it depends on what you've heard and what I've said to make you mad. <laughs> so, but it's it's always nice to to just see random people that you wouldn't even think about listening to it, and they and they do. So, you know, thank you, thank you all for listening, all ten of you, all ten of you, very very nice. All right, well, Linda, hey, let's get the heck out of here. I'm going to go cough myself silly. Um, yeah. Yeah, geez, I'm going to go have some NyQuil, DayQuil, ZQuil, and every other quill I can find. Um, <laughs> in the interim, let's... It's uh, on sale right now at uh, Walgreens, just so um, you know. Yeah, there, yeah, that's what I'm going to do, run out in the cold to go get more medicine. So, hey, we got uh, UCO and OU this weekend, CU and CSU, I believe. We have some, uh, I think Arizona plays Grand Canyon. Missouri State goes up to Iowa State, Arkansas. I think they host somebody. Uh, I forget. And then, uh, then I that, think that's yeah, it. I don't know. So, all right. Well, <sighs> everyone, appreciate you struggling and listening to us struggle here on this uh, uh, crappy, <laughs> abrupt. Uh, uh, what, what do we call it? It's the, uh, it's the uh, not redacted version, but the uh, yeah, a, a concise. Coffus interruptus. Coffus interruptus. Oh God, that's terrible. <laughs> God, that is awful. Thank you. Jeez. Thank you. Oh, all right. On that note, say the magic word, sweetness. Let's get the heck out of here. All right. Everybody be well and goodbye. Goodbye.